The Morning Struggle podcast is brought to you by Blue Clover Therapy, a mental health counseling practice in Salt Lake City, Utah. Visit www.blueclovertherapy.com for more information. Blue Clover Therapy, because your mental health deserves a specialist. Welcome to the Morning Struggle Podcast, where we take habits of successful people and break them down one at a time into history, science, and action plan so you can implement them into your life and build a better you. Stay tuned. So I want to start this morning with a disclaimer because we're getting questions on, on items. These shows are about habits that we find and break down, right? Yep. These are not habits that we already did. So we didn't oh. say like, hey, we do all these things, come be like us. These are things that we implement into our lives as well. Yeah, we yeah, as we go along. And some of them are super easy. Mm-hmm. Like the mini sabbatical, we did. We did it, it and pretty, it was great. Pretty great. Yeah. Like the 5 a.m. wake up. Oh. Rough. Yeah. It's been super rough this holiday season. Well, it's because after the break, oof. Yeah. Like it's, it just didn't. Yeah. So the, we know we're on like episode seven. So this mm-hmm. is like seven habits. They're starting to build up. They're starting to kind of get a little heavy on the volume of implementing these habits. But we're still keeping it up. Yeah. And we're failing some some areas and we're doing really good some areas. Right. But I want to give that disclaimer to people who are like trying this as well, that we are trying this with you. So yeah. when that five o'clock alarm wake uh, rings and you don't want to get out of bed, you snooze it. We are in the same boat. We're <laughs> literally in the same boat. This morning, actually. Yeah, this morning, actually. So yeah. So I just wanted to start the morning with that disclaimer. And I got a question for you. Tell me. Did you just raise your hand like you had a question? Yeah. Well, so <laughs> so I want to make sure I wasn't echoing. Oh, I don't think we're echoing. I think we're good. Okay. So my question, because yes. this morning we're talking about journaling. We're talking about journaling. Which, let's be honest, let's not sugarcoat it. Mm-mm. It's just a diary. No, Bottom line, it's it a diary. Is not it's a diary. the same thing. It what is we're talking not the about is thing. an actual diary. Yeah. And is keeping a diary a manly pursuit? Of course it is. Of course it is. So that's why you called a journal and not a. a oh, so diary. we sugarcoat it. So it's like, oh, this is my journal. Even though it's got unicorns and hearts on it, it's got a little <laughs> lock that I keep around the, my key around my neck. Okay, so should we get right into the history of journaling? Of journaling. I'm going to go into history of diaries. <laughs> okay, do it. This day in history. All right, so a diary, simply stated, is an autobiographical record of activities and reflections usually written for the writer's use alone. Right. So we're going to like exclude like Paleolithic cave writings because those were like storytelling writings, right? And it wasn't yeah. for personal use. A lot of literature wasn't really for personal use. Um, it's got a Latin root word, um, darium, oh. diarium. I think it's Ooh. diarium, which Ooh. does not sound real good. Yeah, that's not. But it's derived from dies or day, as in you're writing about your day. Oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah. So it's, that's manly. Yeah. So the um, so the diaries <laughs> really came about um, and flowered during the Renaissance. Just like oh. everything else, right? Right. Because the Renaissance was about individual expression. So oh. people would keep a diary about their feelings, thoughts, experiences, all that stuff. Okay. Um, and then it kind of went from a self-reflection, self-use piece to kind of more commercialized. 
So, oh. so about the the beginning of the 19th century, um, diaries were diaries were usually kept by just men. Women oh. did not journal; just men did. But it was like manly stuff, like how many boars did I kill today, and what was the weather <laughs> like, and when I planted these seeds, how did it go? Oh, so, see, that would make sense. So that makes a lot so of sense. You could look back and yep. see when you planted. Yep. Yeah. And then, um, and then once the 19th century hit, it started becoming more of a female-dominated uh, pursuit. Oh, why? And I, I don't know. Maybe maybe writing utensils, maybe literacy was becoming more prevalent oh, that's a good point. to the population. The ladies were getting educated. And theirs was more emotional. Oh, I more see. More emotional-based feelings okay. and thoughts and things like that. But some of our more famous... Um, journals or diaries Mm -hmm. really give people insights into what life was really like because a lot of you know writing nonfiction writing about historical times is very dry yeah you know a little rough so you get a you get a diary or a journal and it really dives into more of that deep dark what was life really like what were people really thinking Mm -hmm. so like the most famous one is samuel pepys and he was like in the 1600s in london and it gave a really kind of dark but realistic view of life in london at that time Ooh. and so that was published in like the 1800s 1900s something i can't remember but that was a good example of people publishing someone's personal diary which was usually used for personal use so it can be a little bit more deep and and uh emotional right than a regular writing okay. and then really getting a feel for the sense of the of the time Oh, I see. So some of you got some real famous journals and diaries that became, you know, classic works of nonfiction. Mm-hmm. So like the Diary of a Young Girl by Anne Frank. Yeah. Did you read that? I did in middle I, school. Yeah, I thought I was supposed to read it. I don't remember a single thing about it. Oh my goodness! And and there's a part about her getting her period, and we were in middle school, and so like every no one wanted see? to read that part. That's what that's what you're talking about. You relate. To no, but Anne it was it. Well, no, that's true though, I and know. and so like. I just remember going like, is there a movie? No. I hope there's a movie for this because I'm not a really good book reader. This was like days of like Metacrawler and like before (laughs) the World Wide Web. I guess it's right around the time of the World Wide Web. But anyway. The kids these days, they have access to all kinds of stuff. And then I want to talk about one real quick famous journal. Do it. I'm going along. But Robert F. Scott. Do you know who Robert F. Scott was? I do not. You don't know Robert F. Scott? Not I don't remember names. He's the famous explorer who died in the South Pole. Yeah. Okay. So January 17th, 1912, you know, Robert F. Scott and his team. Okay. Well, like half his team. It was a very plagued journey uh, made to to the South Pole. So this was before expeditions to the South Pole were common. So they made it there. They sent a lot of guys back, but they found out when they got there on January 17th, 1912, that they were actually not the first ones to the South Pole. They were the second ones to the South Pole. Because oh, Roald Amundsen made it first, about a month before they got no there. No way. Yeah. Like, your people are dying. You're like, we're doing yep. this. We're making history. Well, it gets worse. Oh, no. So then they, they the, the remaining six or whatever, how many guys, three, four guys, five guys, whatever it was, I can't remember. But they start heading back. And these are, these are month-long journeys because they're on foot yeah. pulling sleds. Um, they start coming back, and they just hit the most treacherous weather ever. Oh, so one guy died at the South Pole. Another guy got so weak and sick, he just walked out into a blizzard and died. Whoa. Because he didn't want to be a burden to the team. Oh, And my then the gosh. remaining few were were hunkered down in a tent during a nine-day blizzard. Oh, 11 gosh. miles from camp. 
What? Yeah, 11 miles for camp, and they they were hunkered down, and Robert F. Scott, who kept a diary... Okay, naturally. ...wrote in his diary... Yeah. His very last entry was, Every day we have been ready to start our for our depot 11 miles away, but outside the door, the tent, it remains a scene of whirling drift. We shall stick it out to the end, but we are getting weaker, of course, and the end cannot be far. It seems a pity, but I do not think I can write more. Oh my gosh. And then they found their bodies, their frozen bodies in November. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. But that was a good example of, of oh, getting... Oh, it makes my heart hurt. You can't write that stuff. Like you, 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 you really, you get a sense of being there, of what people's emotions are. Right. And it was probably a really good way for him to get a lot of things off his chest. Oh. So... That's the history of diaries. A little bit long. Oh my gosh, that's so sad. <laughs> Should we go into the science of of journaling? Let's do this. So I thought this was going to be a really boring one. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Because you know, as a therapist, I have people journal and or keep a diary and you know it's i didn't realize how much research was actually out there right and so i was like well okay this is gonna be kind of boring but this is actually amazing this is probably why you prescribe it probably yeah i mean it makes sense i mean we learned a lot about it in school but like i haven't looked up research on journaling in forever i've looked up research for literally everything else but not journaling just not diaries diaries <laughs> all right let's hear about what's so the so what's really interesting how many studies there are that contradict each other. Oh, man, I know. It is. In, and it, this is unreal in journaling because it seems like this is the go-to when well, people don't know what to do. It's all behavioral st- studies. It's so hard to recreate behavioral Soft science. studies. Yeah. So, okay. but, anyway. um, but just to give you an idea. So uh, Purcell, Dr. Purcell did a study and determined that 20 minutes a day is the most effective amount of time to journal. So if it goes past 20 minutes, it turns into rumination and kind of regurgitation of things. Okay. And any less of that doesn't seem to actually assist in processing. Okay. Okay. Um, and then we get a fun little contradiction um, with, so this is in the Essentialism, the Disciplined Pursuit of Less book. Okay. Um, and so... It's a mouthful. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of words. But um, what he does in, so it's Greg McCone. I want to say it's McCone. Close enough. Close enough. You can look up the giant name title and you'll be able to find it. But he only writes two to three sentences at the very most because that prevents him burnout from keeping his diary. Oh, that makes sense. Like you write your whole page of your thoughts, feelings, and your experiences. Right. And then the next day you're like, I'm not writing any more of this. Yeah. But if you're like, woke up, ate eggs. I love eggs. (laughs) Done. Now you're on to the next. That's all you need to know about your day. That's all you need to know. Eight eggs. And then someone can publish it later on. Okay, but more feelings and deep and... But I get it. Yeah, but but I mean, no, but really you don't need to put in a bunch of feelings. And I'm oh. going to tell you why. Okay. Um, but um, another study, and this was the University of Texas at Austin, and they do some insane uh, research. Like, they are just amazing uh, combining the mental health and medical. Oh. In amazing research. So... Um, what they found is that journaling uh, on a regular basis, and they didn't clarify what regular basis is, which really irritates me when they're... That's okay. You know, but regular basis um, strengthens immune cells, decreases the symptoms of asthma and rheumatoid 
arthritis. arthritis. What? Yes. So you essentially can cure yourself of all diseases by keeping a journal. Boom. We're making that okay. statement. Okay. No, but, but it, it reduces inflammation. It probably reduces stress, which reduces cortisol levels, which reduces inflammation. I get it. It right. makes these all connect and they make so much sense. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool idea. So um, there's, there's two different reasons we keep journals slash diaries. There's goal creation and problem solving. And then there's uh, mental clarity and stabilization. So with the goal creation slash steps and problem solving, it's most effective right before bed uh, because the prefrontal cortex is most active 10 minutes before bed and um, yeah, 10 minutes before bed and 10 minutes after bed. Okay. So, so, so that, if you're like 20 minutes or nope. 10 minutes after you wake up? 10 minutes. So 10 minutes before you go to sleep, like you're kind of right. winding down and then 10 minutes um, after you wake up. Oh, okay. So 20 minutes a day, your prefrontal cortex is like Whoa, on fire. And what's interesting is they found that people, the majority of people look at their smartphones during those time frames. Oh. So what's happening is that you're keeping all of that information that you're looking at 10 minutes before and 10 minutes after um, really locked in your brain. Okay. And that's why this study goes on to talk about depression and all of that and how that's what we're locking in. But journaling, if you're doing journaling during this time, you're clarifying your thoughts and it's, it can be a good processing time. Oh, okay. So, so as far as like, if you have a problem going on or a goal creation, you're trying to come up with, those are the jam times. And then with mental clarity and stabilization. Um, so specifically when considering, we need to consider the rational and the emotional side of the issue. And, um, let's see who did the, Oh, this was Purcell as well. Um, so when you're clarifying your thoughts and your emotions, and this is more of what I do in therapy, but I mean, the other is just as important is you are, you are trying to process. And so that's where those 10 minutes come in that, that make it really good. Cause your processing is the best during those times. Exactly. And, but what happens is people get caught up in the emotional aspects where they're only talking about emotionally what happened and not objectively, rationally what happened. Okay. So you need both sides. You need both sides. Um, in, in kind of both areas, I would say, because goal creation, you need to know emotionally what's going on, not just like how sure. I'm going to get there. But the but the mental clarity very much has to do with both the rational and the emotional aspects, and that's when it's most effective. Okay. Jeez. Ooh, that was a lot of information. That was a lot of information. I'm so excited but, about it. But it makes sense. Yeah. All right. So So journaling will save the world from themselves yeah if we're gonna if we're gonna distill that down that's the that's it's the, saving the world we need to do it in two sentences two to three sentences slash 20 minutes oh, three those are, sentences Got yeah it. two three sentences or 20 minutes and i it depends on how slow of a what about like a haiku could it be a haiku <laughs> all right we're getting off track. yeah i feel like have, when was the last time you did a haiku i don't know i don't even remember the syllable count on haikus it's yeah. like seven seven five or someone's gonna murder me for that I never did. I was never good at poetry. Yeah, me neither. I'm not a very deep person. You're deep. Yeah. You have thoughts. So should we go into... Oh, re- coffee review. Oh, our coffee review. Coffee review. I drank pots and pots and pots and pots of strong black coffee Trying to keep my sleepy soul awake but the sleepiness still comes along And when it does, it's fast and strong I end up with a bad case of the shakes 
So why don't you tell us about what coffee we're drinking this morning okay. while I drink the coffee? Do it. Um, so this is Starbucks Thanksgiving blend of 2018. It's like a it's like a a, a wine cellar for us because it's January it and totally we're d- drinking the Thanksgiving blend because we need to give it time to mature. Mm-hmm. That is not a thing with coffee beans. No, nope, absolutely not. But this is one of the best coffees we've ever had. It's it's really a full flavored coffee. Yeah, and we've been drinking a lot of Christmas blend Starbucks. Yeah, we hate to admit it. We drink a lot of Starbucks coffee. And Why do we I, hate to well, admit I mean, it? It's like saying like you eat McDonald's once in a while. Like they sell like a billion hamburgers. Yeah, Everybody so eats McDonald's obviously. once in a while. So you don't want to be like someone's eating them. You don't want to be like that guy's like yeah I eat McDonald's. It's, I love it. It's what I do. You know every night. Like, McDonald's we eat kale salads every night. And then you see them at McDonald's. And you're like oh my god don't look. Yes. But anyway, <laughs> coffee is kind of the same thing because Starbucks is like that big brand. And if you're like a coffee connoisseur Niche. with your Bialetti pot, you know you go get your artisan coffee bean from your little little brewer you know whatever which we should do more of which we're, we're going to start reviewing yeah. some more local things, coffees as well yeah but the thanksgiving blend has the cutest package i gotta say i know it's 30 percent off i was what? just sitting there when we got our coffee and good packaging it was the packaging is, you love it that's all i want very very autismal is that a word i doubt that that's a word it's an autismal mead from the anyway sorry about that <laughs> but it's it's a really full flavored coffee yeah i'm gonna give it or we we gave too high of reviews for everything else. I'm going back and retracting a lot of our we, flavor values. We can't because it's already in a graphic. Wide, wide awake was like two. It now that we're drinking nicer, yeah. nicer coffee, like that was like a two. The packaging though, you pack packaging is a separate thing. How about flavor on this for me was a four. Yeah, it's really I would agree good. With that. It's full bodied. It, you can it it's goes with bitter. a lot of other things. It goes with bitter. You can have it. At, Kind of in the evening where it's, or later in the afternoon where it's like you're eating it with food, you know, or it's mm-hmm. just kind of full, but you can do it in the morning too with nothing. It's still, it's not, it's not bitter. Yeah. It holds its own. Yeah. Okay. I like it. And the packaging is a five. It is a total five. I love the packaging. I'm going to give the packaging a four. What? Well, I'm, I'm What does not... it have to do? Does it have to like light up and. I don't know. I'm a guy. Give like, you a put card. Put some guns like on there. Do some. Pew, pew. Do something like that. Guns? Yeah. Guns on your coffee. Sure. Or picture Lindsay Lohan. I don't know what <laughs> coffee is etiquette is for packaging. That has got to be a thing. I know. This is I'll two episodes. Two episodes I've talked about Lindsay Lohan. Well, what was the other episode that you talked about Lindsay Lohan? Mean Girls. Oh, well, that's, of course, we're that's going to come up. We're getting up. way off track. That's good. So anyway. Four, four for the flavor. Right. You're giving a five for the package. Yeah, I am. Perfect. I love price. It. We're gonna give it a three and a half. Yeah, because it was still expensive, even at thirty percent off. Right. So like these, their their seasonal blends are are kind of pricey. Yeah, but they're actually really worth it. I like it much better than their their basic, you know, Pike's Place or whatever Pike Place coffee. Yeah. Um, and then the sustainability. We already did that. Starbucks. Yeah, we, is, we review Starbucks. Yeah, quite Starbucks a bit. has been really good about about their coffee growers. So we're gonna give them a four. Okay. So. I gave them essentially all fours, like a sixteen. Yeah. So the the chart's now up to six to to four categories. Oh my gosh! So you can get. 20. I like that we're adding things as we go along. So there's no way to like look back at our old ones and be like, "Hey, this is equivalent to yeah, this it's one." A, it's a dynamic scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. I made a graphic, honey. You, I made a graphic. I know it's it's still a graphic. 
You can still represent data by graphically, even if the data changes. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, so that was our coffee. It is good. Go get it. It is good. I, I would definitely work. I mean, you can't get it till next year, I guess. I bet you they have a bunch of like clearance packaging for it. Go do it. So go grab some Thanksgiving It's the new year. It's the new year. Go back in time. And then now we are going to go into back to journaling. Let's do it. So journal every night about your coffee experiences. <laughs> and But we need to talk about how to implement keeping a diary into your day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. Let's hope you make the most of it, my boy. So first you got to ask yourself, why are you journaling? Okay. Okay. Is it because we're trying to get some mental clarity and mindfulness and all of that? Or is it that we're trying to create goals? Can we do both? Yes. Oh, okay. But you have to know why you're doing it. Okay. So why we're journaling in the first place. Yep. And and it's usually helpful if you put this someplace on the front cover or like the just inside about what your objective so is. we need to get a physical journal first. Or you could do, you could just put at the top of your document in your computer. I don't like using documents like computer documents for many things unless I need to submit them to like KSL or Fox or and, and it's probably a good idea to not use your computer or your phone for this because it's screen time and you're oh, getting, it is screen time. You're getting That's a good that point. late night screen time which yeah. is controversial in the science behind that too but you might be getting that bright blue light right before bed yeah and okay. so and physically doing something you tend to process differently than if you're typing it Oh. Yeah. So it's because uh, you're using different parts of your brain to that makes write. Sense. Yeah. So it can almost be like artistic. You, okay. you drawing so or writing your words. So write it out. Get a physical journal. Yeah. Go to the store. Get a, a binder or a... It could just be like one of those like spiral notebooks. Yeah, a notebook. That was the word I was looking for. Yeah. And a, so, and a pencil or a pen. Yeah. And, it, and, and... Keep it by your bed. Yeah. And it should be pretty easy. Um... I always, I really like journals and calendars and things, so I always have an excess, so. Yes, you do. Oh, I love it. I have a whole bin in my closet. And of, they gotta be cute. Of course they do. And they have to have like a cute saying or have flowers or something on it. Yeah. Um, so this is where this gets reasonable because like, I am not going to journal every night. Like based on our, our life, I'm just busy. flat out not going to do it. Um, but it seems like the minimum of journaling would be doing it three times a week. Three times a week. And that's that consistent time frame that that one study talked about yes if you're consistently journaling on a regular every other yeah. day yeah and so like for instance like a sunday evening before you start your work week for typical people we don't have this but for typical people friday evening because your work week has completed and then you need a, a day of reflection which we put on here is saturday but it's could really just be a day of reflection like okay. a, that you meditate or whatever um but once a day i mean obviously could be your thing and everybody's gonna be a little different do not do it more than once a day okay that's a that's a hell of a lot of processing and it's really not needed like if every so you just at some point it. you're not really doing any any good and yeah. you're wasting time and energy unless you're documenting research or like and watching probably, penguins and you'll probably get burnout yeah and it's that's not a good way to go about it and there's no research saying the more you do it in that like excess that it's better for you Okay. So um, three times a week to every single day, depending on what's going on. Um, now, in both of these situations, you can record events, but it's not recommended for to be most effective. So if you are recording events, it should be down to that two to three sentences where you're like, it's, so you're not, what, what happens is when people record events oftentimes is that they start 
um, trying to give evidence why they did something. Okay. Um, so unless you're like, like the gentleman who went to the South Pole and died, you are documenting your journey. It's like a research where you're like, you know, and he was pretty floral with his words, but, but that's, that's more of like a record of something. Okay. But if we're doing this for like goal creation or mental clarity, it's usually not that important that you record the event because if this is for your personal use, you were at the event. Right. You already remember. Yeah. Maybe like a little snippet of of what happened so you can have context to those those processing emotions and yeah events, those right? insights yeah so like, like i was at this thing i felt this way and this stuff happened i want to go this direction right okay yeah so so recording events is not necessarily the best way to go about it but do know ideas dreams goal planning and then future life goals to be like in the future i don't want a b and c to happen okay or i'd want a b c to happen so um, I could say like this morning slipped on my driveway and hurt my shoulder. Mm-hmm. In the future, I want to be more prepared with ice melt and home remedy stuff for your shoulder, so I don't get so I don't end up in the same situation. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And and the big thing with that is coming up with steps and what you're actually going to do. And I want to clarify: I did not fall. No, he's okay. shoveling the driveway because you shovel the driveway. I do. I love I it. I can't remember the last time I shoveled. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Or took the garbage out. Yeah, I don't take the garbage out either. Like all the manly stuff. Well, but I do journal. But you I, do journal. Well, I'm, I'm, it's very manly. Let's not, let's not cut around. Let's not make it floral. I keep a diary. Diary. Well, so so this is what I think is funny is because um, you and I don't have traditional sex roles, I guess. No. Um, we, we're very much blended. Like we both are very much in the parental role. Um, there's not, I think a lot, I think a lot of families are that way when the, when the, um, one spouse works or both spouse work, I think you have to take, you know, you you got to blend your, right. Your your gender roles. Well, and you're gone for two days. Not just your gender roles. I guess you could be a same sex couple, but usually you have a parental figure and you have a support, you know, figure. Traditionally. Traditionally. Yeah. But I, I don't think we're, I would hope that things are, everybody's. Whatever balance you've hit, I'm hoping that that's the good balance for you. Right. Because for us, this works great. Right. I, I love I love shoveling. I'm not a fan of taking the garbage out because it's cold and I usually curse because right. it like falls over. I don't, like, yeah. I don't like it. But anyway, shoveling. Anyway. Oh, we got off on a huge tangent. Totally okay. on a tangent. Back to diaries. Yes. So now if you're trying, if you're having a hard time staying positive or optimistic, or let's just say that you're going through a really rough patch in life, um, Three gratitude moments a day is very helpful right before you go to bed. So, um, so just just journal in your three things you're thankful for. Yeah, and it should be and it should be relatively simple. We're not looking for a page each or anything. Be like, I'm happy for my cat, or you know that kind of thing. And um, and gratitude moments have their place. It's not just goal creation because, like, if I if I really dig my cat, there's no goal there usually. But, it, but it's good for. To be like, yeah, I'm thankful for this. This for is your a processing. Good. Yeah, and you're cutting your mindset before you go to bed, because again, you got to remember that ten minutes when you go to, or ten minutes before you go to sleep, and ten minutes after you wake up, are the most vital times of retaining. So if you're retaining garbage in that, your mind's going to be all over the place. Mm-hmm. If you retain, if or if you put out there and you retain a lot of like positive, you know, talk mm-hmm. about yourself or about your world, yeah, you'll wake up in the morning feeling a little bit clearer, fresher, happier. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, and here's the therapist in me. This is DBT. Um, I, 
mapping out rational and the emotional pieces of that. And this can happen with goals as well. Because I think sometimes with like with our business goals, sometimes we're just like you love the rational and you'll be like, we need to do A, B and C. But like emotionally, like I'm the one that chimes in and says, well, what about this? And what about that? And you need to identify both sides in order to understand the goal fully. And you do that within yourself. Within yourself. Yes. Okay. And and kind of that helps with clarification because it'd be like, I want to be CEO. But then let's say the particular company you want to be CEO at, you're never home. You're working 80 hours a week. Okay, well, emotionally, that doesn't sit well with me. So I'm just going to be a whatever manager, or I want to be this or that. And then your goals are more realistic because they meet both the logical and the rational pieces of you or the logical and the emotional pieces. Cool. Cool. And then once a week, you need to do a reflection. So we're looking for themes, goals, and business strategies based on long-term pieces. So you're looking at the, the forest and not the tree of like things that seem to come up. Of future stuff or past stuff? All of it. So all of it. Yep. So if you talk about, let's say you, let's say you journal a lot about money, that is a theme. And then that's where you could sit back and go, okay, like, okay, I must be really worried about money because I'm journaling a lot about it. So like, let's say, Hey, I spent $8 on coffee to this, this today. Mm -hmm. And I'm really trying to save for retirement. I feel like my, you know, I'm I'm contradicting myself on my goals. Yes. And that's your journal entries. Mm -hmm. And then one time you sit back and you can say, you know, in the past I did this, in the future I plan to do, you know, save more and I would like this amount of wealth. This yeah. is my big forest. And then, but then that see, that's logical side, which you were really good at. Uh, the yeah. emotional side would be, why what do is I coffee? want this money? Well, why do I want that money? But then also, what is the coffee doing for me? Because oh. if I'm spending eight, $8 on coffee every morning, let's say, um, do I like the social interaction? with the barista? Do I like um, that pick me up? Is there a way to do that at home? Like what, what aspects, why are you doing what you're doing? So the, when you're doing reflection, you really want to look at yourself as if you're like an avatar, like a little Sims cruising around and then go like, well, why would I do that? Or, or what am I actually getting out of that? So you're just removing yourself from yourself and giving a, an honest self-assessment of where you're at now, where you've been, where you want to go. Yep. As if you're not not that your person. Okay. Yeah. And that's where that reflection day, which, what did it, what day did I put down there? Oh yeah. Saturday. Saturday reflection. And you can also pair that nicely with like meditation or prayer or just sitting in silence or listening to music or whatever your thing is. But, but we're really trying to pay attention to things that we're talking about a lot so that we can make those goals be the most effective for us. Okay. So the habit, we're going to be journaling or journal. diarying. That's not, I don't think Diarying. that's Diarying. <laughs> it's not It's thing. good. But we're, we're going to be doing diary entries or journal entries. Yep. Three times a week. Yes. Two of those are, and all of them are going to be short. Two, three, four sentences. Yeah. Right? No more than 20 minutes. No more than 20 minutes. We're mm-hmm. going to do that 10 minutes before bed. Mm-hmm. Two of the entries are going to be like day rational, logical. Or in the morning. They could do either morning. way. Oh, yeah. yeah. So right when you wake up or right before you go to bed, mm-hmm. it's going to be on a on a piece of paper with a pencil or a pen, mm-hmm. you're going to do two, two of the days of the week. You're going to do rational, logical, emotional um, kind of um, assessment mm-hmm. of like what happened for the day or the last few days, yeah. right? And then one day a week, you're doing the big reflection. Yeah. Okay. And then you do this for the foreseeable future. Yeah. And, and you know, folks who are quite successful, like business-wise, keep journals. 
Okay. Yeah. They do, okay. and they, and they, and it's just a way to kind of it it documents significant events for them. Maybe like, you know, something big happened. Um, Let's you process. Yeah. Gives you a record. Mm-hmm. It does all those things for yeah, you. Yeah, and and then you you're like, oh well, you know, last year during Christmas we really struggled. Yeah. Let's figure out how to do this better. And so. hopefully your journal entry ends with I had a pretty good life and not I'm cold and I feel like I don't have the strength to write oh. anymore. Oh, my head makes my heart hurt. Okay. Well, get out there. Start journal entries. Start journaling. Do it. And build a better you. Thank you.